Hello, this is Scott Jens. Welcome to Sandbox Stories. Sandbox Story 7, How Birth Order Can Apply to Relationship Building Those of us who work in the eye care industry are involved in one of the most deeply interactive healthcare professions. We deliver true healthcare services alongside retail customer experiences, and the degree to which they are intertwined is unparalleled by other healthcare professions. People who excel in eye care tend to have an incredible capability to deeply relate to others. This is true of doctors, staff members, people who work for companies in the industry, as well as those who represent the profession. We are a profession full of people whose intent is to make a positive difference for patients. But let's admit it, despite our intent, sometimes we don't relate to those we work with very well. Our relationship quotient as a human is dictated by our biology and by our environment. And while I will not discount the impact of the nurturing aspects of life on how we relate to others, there is a fascinating theory about how our birth order within our family affects our relationships with others. My source for this content is Dr. Kevin Lehman's long-time and often updated The Birth Order Book, in which he lays out time-tested insights on the power of birth order. Before we talk about Dr. Lehman's key observations, we should hit his caveats that birth order isn't everything and it isn't perfect, and your place in the birth order isn't necessarily a destiny nor a sentence. There are many factors of nurture that do come into play as well, and other sociologic matters including adoption and external extenuating circumstances that do matter. So with that as background, let's dig into Dr. Lehman's research, which gives these descriptors for each person in the birth order. See if they match you in your given birth order. For firstborn children, descriptors include perfectionist, reliable, conscientious, well-organized, hard-driving, natural leader, critical, serious, logical. Of a middle child, mediator, compromising, diplomatic, avoids conflict, independent, loyal to peers, has many friends, secretive. For the baby of the family, manipulative, charming, blames others, attention seeker, tenacious, people person, natural salesperson, precocious, engaging, affectionate. And finally, for an only child, little adult by age seven, very thorough, deliberate, high achiever, self-motivated, Fearful, cautious, voracious reader, black and white thinker, very high expectations of self, more comfortable with people both older and younger. Did you identify yourself with any of these? Does any of this apply to one or more of your kids or grandchildren? Ultimately, why does it matter? Why make a sandbox story about it? Well, when you get to know the underpinnings of yourself and also the people you are working with, you are able to understand them, and if you sprinkle in knowledge of birth order, you may even understand them better. 
The late American oil tycoon and finance business person, T. Boone Pickens, said once that every business would be smart to pay attention to everyone's birth order. When you gauge someone on birth order characteristics, you can better understand workplace dynamics. For example, nearly two-thirds of U.S. presidents have been firstborns. Many pastors are firstborn. The driven nature of firstborns helps us understand how some of our leaders are wired and why they are so motivated to get things right. Only children are not only the oldest, but also the youngest. And this brings a bit of a critical nature and even self-centeredness. But that's not all bad. These people are special jewels who tend to want to live life cautiously, but correctly. The middle child has often played the role of mediator, the referee, and that they're comfortable being alone. They are shy, but outgoing, impatient, but take life in stride, and are aggressive, but avoid conflict. And last but not least are the babies of the family. They are the clowns. They get attention when the family is already a big pack. They are salespeople because they have to learn how to invoke their influence. And they have more than two parents with their many siblings that are older than them, and so they learn to be charming, yet they're bulldogs. Often, but not always, partnerships are best made between mismatches in birth order. It's certainly true in marriage, as proven by Dr. Lehman's research. This is often also true in business partnerships because it minimizes power struggles. It might be odd that you venture into business with someone and think about these kind of topics, but when you consider each other's birth orders, as you think about who brings what traits to the partnership, it really helps. What if two firstborns engage in a power battle as you start a business? It's important to understand that before you proceed. The moral of the story is that when you take unique views of yourself and those around you, you can gain insights that drive strength in your business. When you understand some of the basis for interpersonal relationships, you can be particularly capable at finding points of conflict. For my colleagues who work in businesses in eye care, perhaps assessing birth order can add another method to how you think about you formulate business relationships, assign leadership and tasks, and anticipate outcomes. Until my next Sandbox story, be great at all you do.